For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday and Isaac, he is back with us, ladies and gentlemen. Isaac Bruce, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Doc, man? My voice has been restored. Um, I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm here currently at my, my uh, rehab, prehab gym center uh, down in South Florida, man. Doc, um, I was sleepy, man. I mean... You know, I know we're going to hit on uh, a lot of next week. I mean, a, a lot of what we did last week and the fun we had. <clears throat> but I tell you what, man, it's it's kind of like those road trips we used to take in college and we just be up all night and we'll sleep anywhere. Uh, I hadn't felt that in a long time. So I was in that mode. And uh, <laughs> and when I got back, man, I had to sleep that thing off, man, because uh, it was a lot happening, but a lot of fun. And uh, it was awesome. I totally understand, man. And we're going to talk about the Rams' first preseason game. He lose to the yep. Chargers 13-6. First game in SoFi Stadium where the Rams were able to play. Where anybody was able to play with fans in the stands. So we're going to talk about that. But yeah, I want to see what's going on with Mr. Isaac Bruce because that's my brother. I ain't even talked to him since the Hall of Fame weekend. I just wasn't going to bother him, man. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, Isaac, huge weekend, man. You got that. I guess you got that Thursday, man, and just watching you. And I said that last week on last week's episode. I was just like, you know, because I know you. So for you to have to focus your attention on so many different people, so many groups of people, and everybody gets individual attention, bro, that takes a lot of energy, man. But just talk about the weekend, man, how you felt, how was it? Because you seem to be extremely excited and rightfully so once I saw you down there in the midst of all that magical stuff that was going on. Well, God's grace is sufficient, Doc. It is, man. And, and you know what? Every time I turn around, I look over my left shoulder. I can see one of my former teammates or a family member. I look over my right shoulder. It was a teammate or a family member. And just having everybody in the same place and same gathering, the hotel, the party afterwards, and just the enshrinement itself, Doc, it was, it was, it was, it was supernatural to me because here's the thing, because we were not at a home going. You know what I'm saying? We weren't, we weren't at a funeral. We were all together. We, we, uh, I had my people from my junior college, people from Memphis, people from the Rams, all synergizing and meeting one another, finally. You know what I'm saying? So that part was special. But the biggest part to me, man, was just honestly seeing friends and family have fun. Uh, if I had to highlight one thing or, or, or whole entire moment of it, 
was my brother Samuel Bruce, man. He, he, I mean, as always, he stole the show. And I felt like I was a little kid again, following him around uh, Holiday Park where we played Little League football and just hearing his name announced. He, he, he synergized with, with the Emma Smiths of the world, the Thurman Thomas of the world, Jackie Slater. They knew this guy's name. And when I came off the stage, Doc, this got to be the best part. When I came off the stage and went in the back to take the group picture for the class, uh, I'm looking for my brother. You know what I mean? My eyes is searching for him and I see him to the left and he's waving at me. I mean, he always, you know, when I yeah, come yeah, down, yeah. he waves at me, come on over here, I'm over here. So he's standing there. He's standing there with Barnell Hill. So bang, right? bang. Snooky! <laughs> yeah. Do work. I got you. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh, when I yeah. saw who he was standing with, and he introduced me to him, to Vardell Hill, I immediately went to the song, Did You Miss Me? <laughs> Did who you miss me? Can take the children and bounce them on the knee. <laughs> bounce them on the knee and then sing your melody. Doc, we yeah. say, me and Barnell Hill sing the entire song. He, he was so gracious to sing that. Give me that moment, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and uh, he did that with me. And then after that was over, I laughed. And Samuel commenced once again to introduce Barnell Hill, Tommy Davidson, for those who don't know, actor, to all of the pro hall, the, the new Hall of Fame inductees in the back. So my big brother, man, he's always been a superstar to me. And uh, once again, man, you know, he took his place, his position, man. So I was, I was real happy about that, though. Man, and, and for people who don't know Samuel Bruce, man, great. I mean, great guy. I mean, every time I – when I first met him years ago and every time I see him now, and it was amazing to me because, you know, that weekend he shows me so much love. He introduced me to people like I'm a goddamn superstar or something. Like, oh, this dude, he used to talk to rock. But that's just how much support uh, Samuel Bruce shows, man. He's su such a good guy he is, man. And, and real quickly on, on, on Varnay Hill, if you listening, Varnay Hill, because I'm going to tag you on this, man. Hey, I was with Mark. Martin should have kicked your ass, man, because you stole his catchphrase. What's up? Then you you dissed him. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was funny to see Tommy Davidson, man, aka Barney Hill. But yeah, Sam Bruce, man, getting uh being you know pretty much the patriarch of your family coming out there uh, introducing you. It's just it was great to see the smile on his face, and it was great to see all your uh your brothers and sisters and your family members. Uh, was there anybody that surprised you that showed up that you really wasn't expecting to come, but you were just extremely glad to see? Well, Doc, I, I think I had all of my tight ends there uh, that I played with uh, with the Rams, you know, probably the exception of, of one. And when I see him, I'm going to choke him out. Uh, but just to see all my tight ends, man, because, you know, my tight ends were important to my position, the position I played. Um, as far as, you know, clearing out some things, uh, as far as max protection at times. Um, yeah, I wanted to honor my tight ends and make sure, make sure they were there. And, and uh, just the group, that group was there except for that one. And he know who he is and, you know, that's my boy. So when I see him, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be some furniture moving. You don't, you, you don't want to tell anybody who he is. You just he knows who you don't want to. No, nah, I ain't gonna put him. Out. I ain't gonna put him out there. You know his season's about to start. You know he he's getting ready to coach them boys up. So, but he know. I got you, man. And just 
the weekend, man, just seeing uh, fellow Hall of Famers. How was those conversations, man? Because I was all, you know, I was interested in just watching you being up there and love to see you back. You know, you and Marshall linking up, man, uh, Mr. Superstar. But just other Hall of Famers, man, guys you probably hadn't seen ever or seen in a long time. Just how were those interactions, man, and you finally officially being, you know, a part of that part of that club? You know, how, how was those interactions, man? Well, like I tell you, Doc, um, you know, as you know, professional football, professional athletes, uh, basketball players, we, we don't play for you to fear us. And we're definitely not going to fear you. That's not going to happen. But what we do play for is for your respect. And, you know, our performance always released a level of uh, uh, respect. And, you know, you, you can tell when you have, you have a guy's respect. You, you can tell when you have uh, a guy, uh, another guy that's probably played another position. I'll say defensive back, when you have their respect. You know, for some of those guys that stand up when I was introduced and really just dap me up, you know, there it is right there. That's that respect level. But I'll tell you what. Uh, just interacting with those guys, it always comes down. It comes right back down to the level of football. What I would have did to this guy, he wouldn't have done that to me. And it's funny because you automatically, you, you know, you automatically think, hey, man, this is Steve Hutchinson. He's a pro football Hall of Famer. And then you got Bruce Smith right here. Bruce Smith, you, you, you're you going to, in your mind, your human part of you is going to, try to see who would win that battle, yeah. you know, and one-on-one, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's going to happen. But, um, you know, just to hear them dudes talk about that, man, and talk about their past victories, some of their past defeats and, and some of the stuff they went through with their team and their teammates, man, we football fans, doc, we want to hear that. You know what I mean? We want to hear the backstories of, of, uh, 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 the Cowboys versus the 49ers in, in, the, in that, uh, NFC championship game when it was raining and when Jimmy Johnson took that crew up there and, and won that for uh, the Cowboys. We want to hear the backstory. And so sometimes sitting in those moments, you get backstory, man. That, those things are special. And I know Isaac is not going to say it, but I'm going to say it, man. It, it was some haters on the stage, too. You know, I watch everything. You know, because as far as I'm concerned, brother, I wanted everybody on the stage that's got a gold jacket when you were introduced and when you talk. But that's just me, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I'm just one of them dudes, man. But it, it was just great. To see you in that moment, man, and I mean, it was it was surreal to me. And people know I don't make a big deal out of people, man, or anything. But you know, my wife enjoyed herself, and she, you know, she just had a ball, man. You know, she she had a <laughs> she she was she was excited about taking a picture with with your with your, with Clizette. She was your wife. She was like, oh, I gotta take a picture with her. My wife had like two percent on her phone. She's like, I gotta take a picture with Ike wife because I ain't never met her before. So just seeing all of them together, man, and uh, just seeing the whole night and. Uh, I want to ask you about that gold jacket ceremony too, bro. Because uh, you know, for two hundred dollars a ticket, man, I bought two. It was four hundred dollars. Hey, bro, that was a little unorganized. That's on me. Uh, uh, Ken, I gotta get you. But that was a special night for you, man. Just because you got the jacket that night, was that? Yeah. I guess was that more of the ceremony other than Saturday, or was it pretty much the same as far as you're concerned? Um, it's it's a special moment, especially for you know. Uh, you know, fans, I'll say family, because what the NFL, well, excuse me, what the Pro Football Hall of Fame attempts to do is make sure that no one sees you in that jacket before that moment. So yeah. I think, you know, you know, it takes our participation. And when we uh, finally get on the stage, you know, you take your coat off and then put that gold jacket on. It's supposed to be that, that, that the once culmination of, okay, this is the moment. 
Now, the next time you see these guys, they'll already be giving their speech. They got their jacket. And uh, it's, it's really for the fans and the family and that type of stuff. So I think, I think they always do a good job. And, um, you know, it's my first time going to Gold Jacket dinner. You know, um, it, it was different from what I was told. But, you know, they put on a good show. And it was, man. I mean, overall, the weekend was extremely nice, man. Just going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the museum for the first time. It was good yeah. because, you know, I'm the type, man. Uh, you know, when I saw Donnie Shell and I saw those Steelers, because I grew up a huge Steelers fan, Franco Harris, just seeing those dudes. But I'm also looking at you paying attention, man, because I love the fact that you up there. Then I'm looking at Michael Irvin. He's from Fort Lauderdale. Y'all, you know, it's just a lot of Florida dudes up there represented anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how is it, man? You know, because I know Mike has always spoken highly of you. You finally make it into the club, man. You know, how was it seeing Mike again and chopping it up with Mike? Because Mike was being Mike all weekend, and I was just yeah. laughing my ass off because he hyped. You know, he hypes people, man. He's just one of those dudes. That's how was it, man, seeing another, you know, fellow Fort Lauderdaleian. Tater, yeah. no, that ain't Tater Town, just Fort Lauderdale. No, no, no. I, know, easy, I, I easy. got it, brother. I got, I got right. it. I'm sorry. Got Bruce family. Easy. I'm sorry. How was it, man? Damn. You know, just seeing Michael Irvin again and chopping it up with him. He's good. Doc. I mean, it's, it's awesome because he was one of those forerunners. Doc. I mean, he played at a high level in high school here in this area. Uh, he played at a high level, obviously, at the University of Miami. And I, I was growing up watching him. And I was growing up seeing, um, you know, the way he played the game, his approach to it. Obviously, our games were different. But at the same time, you know, he wanted to he wanted to chop you off at the knees. He wanted to embarrass you with his play. He had that athletic arrogance that I felt like he and the Miami Hurricanes of that era taught all of Florida how to play. So when a guy like me comes to Memphis, you know, I'm coming with what some people may perceive as arrogance or or uh, I'm better than you. But to me, no, it was the confidence of what I know I can do on the football field. And a lot of that came from those hurricane teams, man. And talking about your acceptance speech, man, it was strong, bro. It was powerful. I know you got up there. You said they removed your iPad, but I'm kind of glad it happened, man, because you just came. You know, the spirit flowed through you like always, man. Yes, and it was a strong, yes, strong, powerful speech, bro. And I almost – now, I ain't going to even lie. I did tear up, man, because to hear you come out there with so much strength and so much conviction and an awareness of who you are and what's going on. Talk about that speech, man, and, and what was up with the iPad situation, bro? <laughs> Well, hey, Doc, you know, you, you're probably the you know, second person publicly to say that um, as far as the, the iPad wasn't supposed to be there. I mean, but I had the iPad in my hand Doc, backstage. One of the volunteers, volunteers at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Doc, they A1. They're number one, yeah. top notch. So we had talked about, you know, once Mr. Shell was done, just put my iPad on the podium so I don't have to have it in my hand when me and my brother Samuel unveiled the bus, yeah. you know. And uh, she's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can do that. So she did it. She put it up there. And actually, when I'm sitting down behind the screen, I take a look and I see my iPad. It's sitting there. It's waiting for me. So um, Chris Berman, he comes back up. He gets introduced. And, uh, well, he's introducing me, playing my video and everything and all that thing, all that stuff. When he grabs his stuff and he's reading <laughs> my bio, off, yeah, he picks up my iPad. I don't see it happen. And he walks off and just sits in his seat. And... By the time we finished unveiling the bus, Samuel and me get our hug and everything. Now I got to go to the podium and I get an opportunity for my speech. And Doc, when I look and I didn't see my iPad, I'm like, is this a prank? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? I'm like, I'm like, 
you know, because we football players and it's just like a locker room. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, bro, who who got my iPad? My iPad isn't up here. And then I kind of hear from a distance just a little bit. I hear Jackie Slater. He says, uh, just just read the uh the teleprompter. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I I'm thinking I didn't practice on no teleprompter. You know what I mean? My yeah. my deals are my iPad. So doc, I Frank Gans. Frank Gans would always say midstream adjusts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those those type quotes. They're invaluable, Doc, because, you know, you, we write them down and then, you know, we put them on the inside of our spirit. And then, and, and, and much more than that, you know, Holy Spirit told me, man, take a deep breath. Because I was this close to, to getting upset, Doc, I'm just yeah. saying I ain't doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Holy Spirit told me, yeah, take a deep breath. I got you. So that's what I did. I took a deep breath and, Doc, I walked up there to the podium. I opened my mouth and he filled it, man. And that was it. I loved it, man. I mean, your yeah. speech. I mean, then Edgerman James speech a couple. Oh my dog, bro. When I tell you, man, you know, like I said, my wife Tasha, she was, she was, she was emotional. I was too, man, because Ed's hit on a lot of great things. Yeah. You know, I mean, amazing things. And I'm looking at him. I had to go to his mom afterwards, man, and bow. Like, you know what? I appreciate yeah. you, Queen. Then not only Don't that, bow. then you can't. Well, I got I but I mean I had to, you know, I was showing reverence to her. You were I was showing reverence Absolutely. to her. Yeah, but Absolutely. so, but but all the speeches were, you know, were great, man. But you all and seeing Donnie Sheldon High and Steve Atwater yeah. hearing this story, all of them were great. And you know, Steve Hutchinson and all, and Troy, even though I had I left when Troy started because I knew I had to get on them buses, them Isaac Bruce buses, and yes, they didn't want to get left because it was a lot. You had a lot of people there, man. So I had to leave Troy yeah. Palomalu. I had to leave because I had to make it. Me and your sister Sylvia, she was like, Doctor, yeah. you. We gon' we ain't gonna keep walking down up and down. I say hey, down there. I promise you they are. You know what I'm saying? So those those were some great speeches, man. And uh, it was just an amazing, amazing, you know, experience. And you did. You had a lot of supporters there, man. It, it was just good, you know, good to see a lot of cats that I knew. You know, uh, some of them that I that you know that was at the Rams when I played. And it was good to see my guy. I ain't gonna even lie, Dwayne White, man. The offensive line, yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? It was good to see Big Dwayne, man. I was like, okay, because I had just said something about Dwayne and Troy Drake. Troy was like. I roll up here with Big Dwayne. I'm like, oh, okay, it's gonna be good to see Dwayne, man. So the road greater. Yeah, 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 man. To see you in your element, man, and your party was uh, your party was beautiful. Your party was amazing, and you know you had a lot of, you know, you had a lot of cats come to your party, man, like Emmett and Marshall and Warren. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure, and Kurt, I'm pretty, and, and uh, even Big Willie Rofe. We, Willie Rofe sat on that stool. I was like, God dang, stool, your ass is in some trouble. But that was a cool dude, man. So how was it for you to see some of those guys come up? You know, come support your party because it was a lot of stuff going on. Well, I was honored, Doc. I tell you what, man, man, Willie Rofe, we had we had developed a relationship since his days in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? And every time I see him, we have long conversations. We talk business, we talk life, uh, and everything. You know, under the sun most of the time. But you know, some guys I expected to be there. Marshall Kirk, yeah. uh, uh, Tory Hope can attend. You know, he he got diagnosed with something, but. Yeah. Um, you know, just my, my my regular teammates that I play with, but when you have guys like Emmett Smith, uh, Warren Sapp, yeah, they come in and and enjoy and party with you, man. I mean, it's special, Doc. I mean, it, it just lets you know once again that respect is there. And one more thing on the speech, Doc. You yeah. know, for most of those guys pulled me aside on the stage and told me how that speech, how it affected them. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say one this guy's one name, but he he held my hand and I felt like he's you know he told me that he felt like I was talking directly to him, you know, 
And that was the objective. I mean, I, I, asked, I asked God for it to be impactful and influential. And I felt like it was. And for have, you know, greats and even those greats that you just mentioned that showed up my, at my party, you know, pull me aside and say, man, that was that was awesome. So got the respect, Doc. And that's that's what we shoot for. Man, you spoke to a lot of people, bro. You spoke yeah. to a lot of people. You hit a lot of people's hearts. You hit a lot of people's emotions, man. And, you know, uh, you and I had these conversations quite often just but to see you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro, because I've been on YouTube and I've been paying attention, man. You you touched a lot of people across the country and just them showing your speech, hitting on what you hit on. I mean, seriously, it, it you know, because I was I ain't going to even lie. I was I was in my feelings a little bit. But then when you when you got your speech, I got out my feelings. I said, that's my brother, man. I'm proud of the dog. I mean, it was cold. It was hard what you and Edgerman did and what you did. So it's good to see that you did allow the, you know, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Most High to work through you because you normally do that anyway. So, and that's why I'm I'm kind of glad your iPad was gone because the Most High, like, no, I got you, um, you know, for real, man. I, I, I got you on this. We ain't finna do no, 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 no pre-planning or none of that. So, and lastly, before we talk about the preseason game right quick, man, how did you, how did you manage to keep everybody happy, bro? I mean, because it's, it's hard to do. You had a lot of people there, bro. You know what I'm saying? How did you manage to keep, you know, everybody happy with everything that was going on? Uh, just knowing that it ain't my job to keep them happy. You know what I mean? Just just realizing that um, the only only one, the only happiness that I was really interested in was uh, 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 my three children that were there and my wife. And uh, after that, everybody else on you on your own. I set it up. You better you better you better command your own happiness. That's the way I live life now, Doc. That's what it is. To that, man. And you did say your three children, yeah. man. And, and one, right. one your, your baby girl. I walk by around. faith, not by sight. Dude. I know you do, brother, because I saw <laughs> your I saw your youngest. She looked at her mama like three. Yes, and mama, hey, you know, she was yeah. like, you know, you know how your dad is. He go, he just going ahead on faith, the claim. Not by sight. That's uh, right. Man. Abraham. Hey, uh, Abram to Abraham. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll praise it to the most high because you caught me off guard. I was like, is he making an announcement or something? I'm like, okay. And Natasha was like, I said, yeah, I said, but now nah, I know what he's doing, man. So, hey, man, for real, great weekend. I'm, I'm happy for you, extremely happy for you. And our, our LA Rams, man, they finally played their first preseason game, man. We took on the Los Angeles Chargers, man. Home game for us, got them visitors uh, that we, we, we charge and rent to. You know what I'm saying? To come through there. But they beat us 13-6, but it was just a preseason game. But what I want to talk about and take out of the preseason game because then, you know, we didn't have any starters playing, man. But so we had some guys who were fighting for backup positions. And what I want to focus yeah. on real quickly is that, yeah. you know, the running backs, we're looking for that backup running back and no one really had a great night. But that's basically a lot has to do with the offensive line was kind of struggling, man. They couldn't open any holes and the running backs really didn't have any uh any room to run. But I, I want to say this, too. Now, if you're an NFL running back, that's the kind of shit that happens, bro. You got to you got to get loose, <laughs> you know, for real, bro. You got to get loose and make something happen, man. So, you know, our offensive line is a question mark. First preseason game. I don't want to, you know, you know, cause, you know, cause too much concern. But does that concern you that they did, you know, struggle in this first preseason game, bro? Uh, not in the least bit. I mean, because what we say, I mean, you've been in that locker room. I've been in that locker room for preseason. The checks are small and the stats don't count. All right. Keep that in. Keep that in, in your thinking. And number two, Doc, it's it's a it's an interview. These guys who are not starters are still being interviewed. They want to see these coaches want to see you in pressure situations and game situations with the silks on. They want to see how you respond. Is yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they want to they want to they may want to make the quarterback 
do a red ball session or a two minute session just to see how he he responds versus people that he's not you know accustomed to seeing across the ball from him other different defenses being thrown at it so they want to see that thing so and and, and then another thing doc we are the Los Angeles Rams are interviewing the other 31 teams and their players in the league right now. That's sure. that the players on our team are being interviewed by, by the Los Angeles chargers. This is an interview because who knows, we may have to go and pick one of those guys or catch them off waivers or, or trade for this guy, this guy. So it's a full blown interview, man. And uh, you know, for the, for the fan sakes, I feel like they, they get it, some get it. Some don't. But for the players' sake, the actual guys who are actually going out there and participate, they, they should have that mindset. This is an interview not only for the Rams to try to make this team where I am, but probably get promoted somewhere else. So they should play with that mindset. And We got to have – I mean, the backups, they got to – they're going to play. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, this is a collision sport, and we know that. So um, this is your opportunity, and take, take advantage of the opportunity that's been given to you. And real quick, I saw Ernest Jones make a couple of plays, man. You know, you know, it's a preseason game, but uh yeah. and and lastly, you, you got two two at well. You know, he he showed some speed. He showed why he's out there. He's a little bit of dude though, 155, but he shows oh, yeah. some toughness, man. And he shows some speed. That's exactly what we're hoping for. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the Rams really wanted to see in their first preseason game to see if his speed and what he showed in college and shown in during training camp would transfer over to the field. And I think it kind of did that. I think he was able to see you know, uh, uh, and show them that he is capable of doing some things once given the opportunity. Yeah, football is football, Doc. And football players are going to adapt to uh, the atmosphere, what's going on around them, man. If you, hey, you was great at fairly heights, you know what I'm saying? Gonna, pretty soon, once you, once you get into, you know, playing at Memphis and Memphis State, once it slows down for you, Doc, guess what? You're going to start dominating. So that's, that's just the way it is, man. And um, I'm expecting the same thing from Tutu. I mean, he may be a small guy. Like I always say, man, it's about how he sees himself. How he sees, sees himself, maybe 6'6", 230, 4'3", and uh, you can't touch me. So, I got yeah. you, man. Well said, man. And it's the first preseason game, we ain't really going to bombard on that yeah. too much because yeah. none of the starters said. But before we before we get out of here, man, I just want to tell, tell you, brother, face-to-face, -face, man, I love you very much, man. I'm proud of you, bro. I mean, I can't even fathom and imagine, dog, that, you know, that this guy I met in 1992, man, came in all quiet, not saying much, bro. You're a Hall of, I mean, damn, bro, a Hall of Famer? It had to hit me, man, because I don't even make big deal out of things. And I must admit, bro, I had to, you know, because uh, I, I, you know, I never had the pleasure to meet your dad, but I did meet your mom several times. And I know, I just yeah. know how proud they are, bro. And for you to shout out Albany, Georgia, man, I know you, I was sitting next to some of your cousins, man. <laughs> You know, I was glad that Auburn, the Georgia, because that's the roots, bro. So I know, man, they're proud of you, man. I know all your brothers and sisters are proud of you, man. It's just, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. I'm happy for you, man. It's a pleasure hey. to you, man. You know, all of that, though. Even before, you know, the Hall of Fame, because I ain't know you're ever going to be a Hall of Fame when we got tights. But just to see your growth and your progression, man, I just want to salute you, brother. Well, dog, what about my Memphis people, man? I want, if I had my iPad, Orange Mound was gonna get that shout out. <laughs> Black Haven was gonna get that okay, shout okay. out. Okay, okay. That hey, hey, South Memphis was gonna get that. And that North North was gonna get a shout out, Doc. You know what I'm saying? Uh, My Memphis people, man. I spent a lot of time in Memphis, man. You know what I mean? I, I lived know you in did. Memphis. I I, bro, I I know you did, man. You know, I introduced man. you to Black Haven, man, and a lot of those spots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So 
and and Memphis know you love them, bro. You know, because I had to tell somebody I did an interview. I was like, I don't understand almost every national interview Isaac does. He has on the Memphis shirt, just like you got on now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, but for real, bro, just to see that 83 in that Memphis State helmet yeah. up there, come on, bro, that said it all yeah. right there. Yeah, that was big, man. That's that's recruiting at the highest level, right there. Exactly. So, uh, I, so uh, I'm I'm ready, Memphis. Memphis football, Memphis athletics for that ambassador to be an ambassador. Hey, 10 appearances a year. Ain't cost but 150. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. Hey, you heard that's him. That's all, man. That's a that's deal. That's a deal. Yeah, that's, that's a discount. It's a huge discount. Especially now. <laughs> Especially now. But yeah, I mean, I know they're going to honor you September the 18th, man, Mississippi State game. Yeah. So I'm hoping to be in the house on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. But anyway, bro, anything sure else? Show, make sure that, yeah, make sure they be showing our highlights when we went down there to Starkville and, and laid 45 on them dogs. You know what I mean? Bust make sure they head. be showing. I'm gonna make sure they be playing that, man. Exactly, so, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let them know. I let them know too. Make sure they make sure that's loop on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to add, bro, before we get up out of here? That's it, man. Hey, I, you know it is a great weekend, Doc. I mean, a great week, you know, like I said, like we talked about, but but here's the thing. We're not going to put a lid on that. We're not going to cap. It. We're not going to limit the father. And we're going to say that our days ahead are greater than the days going by. All praises to the most high. Well, that's going to do it. And well said, brother. That's going to do it for another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer, whose bust is finally in the museum. Oh, you got they, they gave you one, too, though, right? Yeah, they're going to give me one, too. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. the one you brought to the party was the same one that's going back to, to the museum? I thought they, I thought that was just yeah, already yeah. yours. No, okay. no, no, that ain't mine. That ain't mine. Okay. Yeah, that's going to the, to the deal. Well, shit, we'll go take yeah. it, man. Yeah, they can't stay. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition <laughs> of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.